Alright guys, welcome to Cafe Talks Podcast. I'm your host Jason and I'll be with you guys this Monday morning um, soloing it uh, just because, you know, I felt like it and I wanted to just spend some time with you guys this morning. Uh, today we're going to keep it very calm, very low-key. We're not going to be talking about anything too specific or detailed or anything involving statistics or facts. Today we're just going to talk about things that you can do in Montreal. Now, the reason why I'm discussing this is because, right, March 20th or March 21st, depending on where you are in the world, it was the first day of spring. And that's not what it looks like in Montreal right now because as I am currently sitting here, it is snowing. It is snowing as it is. Um, but you know what? Let's not look past that. It's going to melt in a day or two. We all know how the Montreal weather is. And we're going to get started with some topics. So the first thing I wanted to mention, I guess, is since it is uh, going to be springtime soon, I was thinking, hey, let's discuss maybe some coffee shops that you can visit. Some, um, you know, ones with terraces where you can sit with your friends and you can socialize, you can enjoy the weather, the day, hear the birds sing, hear the cars honk, hear some people walking on the street, hear their conversations and, you know, have a little laugh about it. So I want to maybe discuss maybe the, the ones that we all know and love, some main ones and some ones that maybe you haven't heard of. Um, we'll start off, I guess, with, you know, Cafe Castel, the classic you can find that one on Concordia, around the Concordia region. Why, you know, I like it, I wanted to mention it first, is because everyone knows about it, right? They got a nice little terrace going on. I would say it seats about 12 to 15 people. You go there, you can find your students, your, your classmates, you can find business workers. You can even meet up with your friends, you know, have a little discussion, have a coffee, and then be on your way to go shopping or do whatever you like to do on that day. Um, another one maybe I'd like to mention, which is my favorite. I think I've mentioned it before in a previous podcast, but I cannot stress it enough, especially for the summertime. Oof. Oof. I cannot stress it. For the summertime, Cafe Castel. God, do I love this place. Because they don't have a terrace per se, in a sense that, like, um, right, there's no, there's no terrace. The definition of terrace is a little seating outside. So they don't have a terrace per se in the conventional sense. But what I love is that they have these huge windows in the front of their cafe. So in the summertime, they actually slide open all the way. So it's as if the cafe itself is outside. So when you sit, especially when you sit on the edge, and you're just, you, you kind of like just look to the left, and sometimes clients, and it's really funny, like it's not supposed to happen, but it happens sometimes. Clients will just walk through the window. So like just picture yourself like, you know, sitting on a chair on with a table in front of you. You have your laptop, you have your, cafe, your coffee, with your friends, whatever you're discussing. On the left of you, or the right, depending which angle you're sitting, is the window. And then there's a street literally in front of you. And you'll have clients get off the bus. Instead of coming from the side doors, they'll just hop over right through you. And it's just, it's, I don't know, it's the experience that I, I love it. Whenever I go there, I, I love seeing that. I do myself sometimes there. It's it's unconventional. You should not do that. You should use the doors. But sometimes, whatever. If there's like no one, if it's really quiet and like it's empty, whatever. Take the, take the leap, as I would say. Um, another place I'd like to mention, I haven't been myself, so in terms of perspectives, I cannot give you a lot. You know, that's re- that's actually a reason why I'm actually it, because I'm going to visit it myself. And I want whenever, whenever I include something in my lists of places to go or places I recommend, it's because I'm going to go myself. And then afterwards, of course, me, myself, Domenico, and Nick will be doing a podcast about it in the future. Be maybe Cafe de Mercati. It's in the old port, you can find it. Um... It'd be a very nice place to go, I guess, during the summertime. They don't have exactly a terrace, per se. I know they pull out some chairs in the summertime. And it's a nice place to go, nice street view, right? Anything in the old port, and you have a nice street view. 
I would take it, even if it's just one chair, even if it's just a bench, which they do have. They have a bench, a couple of chairs, and it is an Italian place. I actually had no idea. I had to actually Google it up. Um, very nice. I will definitely be visiting in the future, of course. Another place I would like to recommend would be Cafe Osmo. Now, I know Dom has been to Cafe Osmo. Uh, he showed me some pictures, and you know what? That place looks amazing. The reason why it looks amazing is it is a minimalist cafe, as they advertise themselves to be. You know, they serve local coffee, beans, little, some pastries, etc. Et Most coffee shops, they won't actually offer food. They'll offer maybe some pastries uh, with a couple of snacks, cookies and stuff. Uh, what I really like about it from what I've seen is the fact how they have these like really cool edgy chairs. Like, it's an edgy kind of place. It's minimalistic, but the interior inside is edgy. And it's like the chairs aren't conventional chairs. They're like those like long, wide, circular chairs that you can like relax on. And you know what? I like that. I like a place that basically invites comfort into the coffee shop. And to add another quirky place that maybe I would recommend, which would be called Cafe Santropal, which you can actually find it, I believe, in the region uh, on, on the Rachel Rachel Street, in the on Saint Laurent, Rachel or Saint Laurent, uh, between Rachel and Mont Royal, but like on not on the Saint Laurent Street, on the Saint Urbain Street, I believe. It is a bit quirky when you walk in the interior. Like they got this this thing going on. There's like these uh, little interior design uh, specs that I'm not used to. So for me, I find it quirky. Maybe for someone else, they find it really cool. But nonetheless, it actually is very cool, even if it is quirky for myself. And I've actually gone there a couple of times, and I will definitely go again in the future during the summertime because they have this backyard terrace thing going on with like nature surrounding it. And it's beautiful. I love it. I love it very much. And as well. I want to mention a little classic that I will be going to at least twice a week this summer, this springtime. Once the exams are over, the motorcycle's out. It's going to be Cafe San Simeon. The reason why I love it, you can actually find it on Dante Street and Saint Laurent as well. I love it because the terrace itself, where I tell them, it's like, you know, all terraces are made out of wood, of course. And I sound them like they pay the extra dollar and they get the ones made out of, uh, you know, the metals. But you rarely see that. Usually it's made out of wood. But I love it because the way it's designed invites openness invites conversation so sometimes i'll go there in the summer and i'll sit just by myself and i'll have a book but the way it's designed, it's designed like a small rectangle rectangle with the benches um encompassing the entire exterior of the rectangle and then there's a little bench a little like i guess like stepping stool or footstool or coffee stool in the middle All right so what it, what it does afterwards it makes everyone face everyone so if everyone you, know, you walk eye contact you can you know, shoot your shot, maybe make a joke or try something and it'll open up conversation because whether you like it or not, you're sitting in a, in a manner that's going to be facing the opposite direction. Therefore, you're going to see the person. Therefore, you might start a conversation. Hey, I make a new friend out of it. I make a new business uh, network uh, connection out of it. You might, you know, try it out. What do you have to lose? The person looks the other way. That's not a problem. Don't worry about that. And of course, one more I want to mention because I don't want to mention a huge list, right? I don't want to we like to save our lists for every podcast. We like to, you know, modify it, tune it, maybe add something to what we've already mentioned. So I'm going to end it with this one here. It's actually Pigeon Espresso Bar. I know we've mentioned Pigeon Espresso Bar before. In the past, uh, I think in, a, in one of our previous episodes, our most, our most pre- recent previous episode, uh, they do have this, I mean, the location itself at the coffee shop, the interior is really small. Like you walk in, you turn left, that, that little strip, that's the coffee shop. Now, does that mean the size of coffee shop delegates the quality? Definitely not. Definitely not. And what I like about it in the summertime is with the small space they do have outside, 
they make it work, right? They have this nice little terrace outside. It's tight, but it works perfectly, right? Like it's tight in the sense that like it's it's cornered on the street. Like it's you know it's it's a lot. It's centered around the business building, like on the wall itself. Then there's like the sidewalk strip in the middle that breaks off the terrace, and then the terrace is on the left side, facing the street. So it's like they got these two little like terraces. They work out very well, and if ever you're in the area, especially you're in, the, it's usually it's around the Concordia area. Specifically, it's on Bishop Street, Bishop and Maisonneuve. If ever you're in the area, go check it out. I would recommend it. And as well, to top it off, right, because it's going to be spring summertime, we cannot forget about all the events coming up in the summer, which we will say that for another podcast. But I just want to mention two of my favorites. The reason being is because they're events that I find connect people. I mean, all the summer events connect people, but these ones really do. My favorite being the Jazz Fest, right? The Jazz Fest, I, I love it. You'll find it in Place des Arts. And I usually go every year with a couple of friends. We usually go to maybe, it's called Tavern F. It's a little Portuguese restaurant, but we usually get the terrace seats. We'll go there, we'll get a little meal, we'll order some coffee, and we'll just sit there, and we'll just, you know, keep ordering dessert, and we'll just enjoy the atmosphere, the environment. Because for one, it's usually local or external artists. Um, you know, so like, it's not always like big names and like, it gives opportunity to the small folks or even the intermediate folks. Those are like, they're, they're known, but they're not like mainstream yet. It gives them a voice and it connects Montreal to, I lo- it connects Montreal and people come outside from Montreal to come here, outside of Montreal, my apologies, outside of Montreal to come here and, you know, enjoy, spend their time with us, make some friends, make some connections afterwards. You know, everyone, you know, I think it ends at like 11 o'clock for like noise, like for like a specific law where I think you kind of, uh, loud noise around uh, residency i think it's 11 11 30 i think it ends up you know but people don't break it off there obviously it's you know people go out afterwards so if they make friends at that event they'll bring them to maybe a, you know they'll get a drink or two they'll go to a restaurant they'll go to a bar they'll go to a cafe if there's any open in the area i know downtown a lot of them close 11 12 so maybe they'll go to the mile end or the old ports to the ones that are open a bit later uh, but it's just it's an event that i find you know it's you should really go once in a while. If you're actually a listener from outside of Montreal, I would really, really recommend coming. I know most of you are thinking, ah, but it's jazz. I'm not a fan of jazz. But let me tell you something. You're going to be a fan after you come to one of these events because it's not just the the jazz event itself, which is the main one. They got a lot of side activities and side events you can go to. So like, although there's the main concert, uh, like the section where the main concert's happening, they have smaller concerts going on on the side, which you can pay to get in. And these are like uh, more private events right? where you can hear a specific artist of your choosing that you wish to attend and wish to listen to. Or maybe you've heard of him, but he won't be presenting himself on the main concert stage. He'll be presenting himself on the side one, which you got to pay maybe like five, ten bucks, which most of the time is worth it. I, I would recommend really coming by. And another one that connects people, but it's less connecting in the sense that like you're not really talking, but you're attending would be the Just for Last Festival that happens in July. Whereas the jazz, jazz festival happens, I believe it's June, no, yes, June to July, but it's end of June to beginning of July, whereas the jazz, uh, just for laughs, happens mid-July to end of July. So jazz fest, they have a lot of day activities, which I guess that one will be connecting. You can come in, you can connect, you can bring your friends, bring people from outside. I don't know, find someone on those uh, Bumblebee or Tinder apps, put uh, looking for someone to participate in the event and, you know, try it out. Come by. They have a lot of day activities. Um, ranging from the Place des Arts area all the way down St. Catherine. It's beautiful. And then afterwards, you obviously, you know, you can attend the actual Just for Laughs Festival where there's comedians and there's a whole lineup and it's really great. It's really great. But the one thing I want to talk about since we're talking about spring, 
and summer and events and coffee shops and terraces is because I just want to reinforce the idea of when you're going to these terraces and the out, these outdoor activities, I want to reinforce the notion of doing it with people. Now, I myself go to coffee shops alone. I usually bring some books that I got to study or maybe I'll bring my laptop and I'll actually work on like the podcast with Dom or Nick or I'll bring just, a, you know, I'll be free. I won't be working. I won't have anything to study. It's just summertime and I'm bored at home. And you know what? I'll take a book and I'll take the drive and I'll go to the coffee shop, enjoy my day. Um, so there's nothing wrong with doing something alone. Of course, there's nothing wrong. It's, it's actually amazing. But do it with your friends and even trying to break past your barriers. Trying to do it with strangers, right? Maybe like go somewhere and, you know, if you see people around, you see someone else is alone, try to break the barrier, break the ice. Be like, hey, what's up? Why don't we discover the city together? Like, take this summer to enjoy because I find these days a lot of people tend to spend their time on their phones whenever you go out especially like when I have noticed the past couple of years going to a terrace especially you know like I go alone like I said so I'll be on, and I'll be observant I'm observing everything I have to take a break from reading I'll like have my coffee my espresso or my cappuccino my latte whatever pleases me on that day I'll just be observing and I notice everyone is always on the phone they're always just texting or they're calling and the worst part is most of the time they'll be with people I'm just thinking to myself, but aren't you with the person you want to see? Is there a reason why you have to pull out your phone? Like, the only exception, in my opinion, and everything is my opinion, right? It's not based on facts. It's not based on... It's, it's opinion-based. It's just... Unless it's your parents, which is important. So unless it's a family member, your parents, uh, anything involving family, your girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever is listening, depending who's listening, then you shouldn't be texting. You should be, in, you should be giving the person in front of you 100% of your time. Especially when you're at a coffee shop. Like, that's what it's for. You're at a coffee shop to socialize with the person in front of you. Get to know them. Get to know their day. Get to know their stresses, their problems, their promotions. Anything positive or negative in their life. It's to be expressed at a coffee shop. Not to be talking to them for two to three seconds. And then you pull out your phone because your phone vibrated. But really, it's a Facebook notification about someone posting something on the Montreal black market page selling an iPhone. You know? There's no need... To constantly check your phone when you're out in public. The whole point of being out in public and with people is to be with the person. Uh, that's that's my my perspective. It's just something I've been noticing. And I realized, you know, this summer maybe we should all put our phones away for a bit, or you know, not put it on silent. Put it on do not disturb when we go out. That way we can really enjoy the atmosphere around us, the people around us, the city that's around us, and then you know, explore without being distracted. Because the thing is. Our phones are addicting, right? They have shown studies, of course, that the um, sometimes it happens where, you know, your phone will vibrate and you, the first thing is you twitch to go towards it. And then at a certain point, what actually happens is your phone won't be vibrating. You actually won't receive notification, but any movement in your pocket triggers a signal in your brain to check your phone. And that's, that's not good. That means you're addicted. That means you cannot live without your phone. And I know we live in 2019. It's the generation of technologies, generation of connectedness. And I do agree in the sense that we actually do need our phones to stay connected. Because in a world where you're not connected, you're not up to date with something, can put you behind in a social sense. And by social sense, I mean like, you know, conversation. So like you're with someone you're, and someone says, did you see this or that? And if you don't know about it because you kept your, you know, you weren't up to date, that could be a problem. Or even in a sense of work depending if you invest right if you don't keep up with the markets now it's you know you have everything at your fingertips so if you want to figure out something about uh, apple or microsoft 
it'll be posted on Yahoo Finance or BNM News Network, a business news network. It's Canadian website. You know, like at least like, these things are here on your phone. Yes, you can stay up to date. And for those things, it's fine. You have to. But things in regards or, or events, not, not events, but things in the sense that you're going to be checking your phone to see if someone texted you if you got a notification when you're with people. In my opinion, I don't like that. That's not how it should be. You should be spending time with the person in front of you. And I know you're thinking, ah, Jason, you sound like a grandfather. But you know what? They lived, If you look at them, they were the best. They knew how to socialize. They knew how to live. Not that we don't. I mean, my, we, have a, we have a lot of things that they didn't have in terms of like activities and ventures and all like, right? Traveling. We didn't, they, didn't, they, they had traveling, but they didn't have it the way we had it, right? Especially because, you know, technology has advanced in such a way that traveling is faster. Traveling is cheaper. It's more convenient for us, right? They didn't have that, but, you know, they knew how to socialize. And as humans, I believe that's something we should all have a skill in, is socializing. And on that note, I'd like to end my rant before I keep going, of course. We can always talk about this another time on another solo podcast or on a podcast with Dominic or Nick, right? To have a different perspective, to see what they think. If you liked every, anything I discussed today, if you have any questions uh, in terms of maybe where you can find these, pod, uh, these coffee shops or... Anything you want to discuss about what I mentioned towards the end of the podcast, about the events, or about my personal perspective on how the summer should be spent, you can always email us at capitalkspodcast at gmail.com, or you can inbox us directly on our Instagram page at capitalkspodcast, or you can contact me, Jason Labasso, on my Instagram. It's the whole thing, no space, or Domenico Monti, MTL Monti, or Nick, uh, or Nick as well, Nick Rousseau. And uh, yeah. And uh, thanks for everything. Have a good day, guys. Cheers.